Christians are encouraged to look for the blessed hope. That's the glorious appearing of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We look ahead to tomorrow, living with the awareness that Jesus could come today. One of the ways we look ahead to tomorrow is to consider the hundreds of unfulfilled Bible prophecies. We can expect the world to be moving in the direction predicted for the end times. We reserve a few minutes Sunday morning to suggest news or trends that are to be predicted by our futurist reading of the Bible. To avoid sensationalism, we're careful to use recognized, reliable sources for the news. We're not saying that the things we report are the definite fulfillment of prophecy. We're just saying that they are things you'd expect to be happening in the build-up to the future year trouble uh, called the time of Jacob's trouble. Here's an amazing prophecy in the book of Revelation of Jesus Christ that has defied our best guesses as to what it might be until now. The passage I'm about to read refers to a person called the second beast. He's a false prophet who assists the man we commonly call the Antichrist, whom the Bible labels the first beast. And so this is from Revelation chapter 13, beginning in verse 14. It says, And he deceives those who dwell on the earth by those signs which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast, telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast who was wounded by the sword and lived. He was granted power to give breath to the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads. No one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Let's focus on this image of the beast it says that it is man-made because, uh, you know, everybody contributes to it, and so therefore it's inanimate. It will be given breath and become sentient. It's going to be able to speak on its own. It will have power to identify anyone on the planet who will not worship the Antichrist, and it will first exclude and then ultimately execute those uh, it has identified. Not too long ago, if you asked me what was being described, I'd have shrugged my shoulders Not so today. A good guess as to what is being described would be a type of artificial intelligence or AI for short. Now, not saying the the image of the beast is AI, but um, if I had to guess today, that would be a good one. Elon Musk is no stranger to AI. He's been on the cutting edge of its development, still is. That makes his most recent comments really heavy. He believes that certain individuals are moving too quickly that we need lots of safeguards before the AI we're creating gets to the point where it would be able to overwhelm and overthrow our species. And that's a real possibility in the world of uh, these AI thinkers. As an example, Musk pointed to Google co-founder Larry Page. He wants to create a super intelligent AI that he once called a digital god. And so what's happening in the In this passage in the Revelation, the Antichrist is saying, hey, I'm God, and you're going to worship me as God, and this image that has come to life is going to carry out my wishes. Uh, And so uh, it's creepy that a guy would say, well, I want to make a digital God. Uh, I would talk to him late into the night about AI safety, and at least my perception was that Larry was not taking AI safety seriously enough, Musk said, adding that Page wanted a digital superintelligence, basically a digital God, if you will, as soon as possible. In 2018, which is a while ago now, Google's CEO told a digital summit, AI is one of the most important things that humanity is working on. It is more profound than, I don't know, electricity or fire. 
I would say sliced bread, but um, I mean, he's serious. I mean, these guys are serious. They're not just, and they're not goof offs. I mean, these are the guys. He says this is the greatest uh, invention, if you will, or discovery since fire. It's shaping up just like a classic sci-fi movie. Three stories from last week, and, and there are hundreds of them, but uh, I'll go over three. Chinese researchers, you're already in trouble right there, right? Just those two words. Chinese researchers say an artificial intelligence machine was given temporary full control of a satellite in near-Earth orbit in a landmark experiment to test the technology's behavior in space. For 24 hours, the Jing one a small Earth observation satellite, was directed by a ground-based AI without any human order, assignment, or intervention, according to a paper published in the Journal of Geomatics and Information Science of Wuhan University. It is. I can't. That's it. Uh, something's going on there. That's like ground zero. Samsung. This is a second story. Samsung wants to release EX1, a human assistant robot, this year. AI could lead to a nuclear-level catastrophe, according to a third of researchers, a new Stanford report finds. And so these aren't fringe people. This is Stanford, where a lot of folks go for their medical care, uh, you know, solid university. And these folks are saying, yeah, this this is going to lead us into world war whatever. Now, we know that artificial intelligence is not going to take over the world and annihilate mankind. We know that because we have several hundred unfulfilled Bible prophecies, and we have the book of the Revelation of Jesus Christ to tell us what is going to happen. And so AI is undoubtedly going to play a part or be a part. It may animate and give sentience to the image of the beast. We don't know. All I'm saying is that we live in a time when all of these things are converging at the same time. The AI... Uh, that could fulfill this, the worldwide communication, the explosion of knowledge. Uh, We're on the cusp of uh, global banking and getting rid of cash and uh, all of these kinds of things. And so the world that we read about in the tribulation looks like we're headed for that for sure. Now, the Lord could stop that. We could have another century or we could just have the rest of today or he could come right now. And that's why um, I ask you each week, are you ready for the rapture? If not, get ready and stay ready and keep looking up because ready or not, Jesus is coming.